And we're at it again. Train how live strong family. Hey, Coach Matt here, your host and owner of Athletic Beings Training and Apparel. Today we have an amazing guest speaker, a girl who fought anorexia and found her inner worth and is continuing to drive and grind for what she wants, for her health, for her business, for her relationships, for her vision, right? For herself. And not only that, she's taking her self-experience and she's training other people and improving other people's lives to find their inner worth, their positivity, not completely 100% focused on the physical, but strengthening the mental side, which you already know, that's what I preach, y'all. So I cannot wait for you to tune in this episode because it's going to be freaking mind and life changing. But first, let's crush these announcements. Number one, five-star reviews. They help me so much, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, gives me tons of amazing feedback from you guys and girls who are tuning into the episodes. I want to learn more about what you like, what you don't like, what you want to hear more of, and I can't if you don't say anything. So leave a nice little five-star review and I can get some good feedback from you guys. And it also helps other people around the world who are looking for answers inside their health and fitness journey find this podcast just that much faster. Okay, it only takes a minute or two and I would be so happy to hear from you guys and girls, all right? Number two, if you are struggling with drinking water and staying hydrated, which is key to life, us as organisms, living human beings, we need water for health, for performance, for growth, to to build muscle, to shred fat, you need water. But for some reason, we stay dehydrated. A lot of us right now are completely dehydrated. And if you're thirsty, you're already dehydrated. It's already too late, okay? But hey, it's okay, because you need some water. Get some water in you. I know water tastes kind of nasty sometimes because it's just bland. I know sometimes we're so busy, we can't drink water all the time, or whatever the, the excuse is or case may be. You need to drink water. So liquidiv.com has amazing hydration packets you can just throw inside of a water bottle. Not only is it going to make your water taste freaking amazing, but it's going to hydrate you three times faster than drinking regular water. Not only that, they have immunity products, energy products, and sleep products. And I want to save you 25% off your purchase because why not, right? Saving money is freaking amazing. Use promo code TRAINHARD and it'll save you 25% off your purchase. And number three, going into EliteHipPerformance.com. Amazing on-the-go hit workouts for you to do whenever, wherever you're going. If you're traveling for business, for family, for holidays, if you don't want to go inside the gym because of COVID or because you're, you know, you're scared right now or you're intimidated, it's okay. Elite HitPerformance.com is gonna is gonna create these opportunities for you to crush your goals you want for your body and health at home with little to no equipment. If you want to go try out some workouts, free workouts right there on the homepage, you can just try it right now. And if you want to become an Elite Hit member, you're gonna join an amazing community filled with hungry and driven, determined people who are crushing their goals just like how you want to crush yours. And you're gonna get access to exclusive hit workouts and hit workout series to come. And for the fourth, which is a new announcement, FNX Fit. It has amazing supplements, y'all. Amazing supplements. Incredible pre-workouts, intro workouts, post-workouts, you know, uh, the the slow digestive proteins that you drink before bed, uh, uh, greens. They got so much stuff. And I love FNX Fit because as a young boy, kid, whatever, teen, growing up, and I was getting into the industry, I was working out, I was training, I, w- I relied solely on the label. I had no education on supplements, none of that stuff. But because the label said, you know, build eight pounds of muscle in four weeks, I, I bought it. FNX Fit is raw. They're truthful. They're honest whenever they give you what it is because they want to make sure that you know and you understand what you're going to put inside your body so you can perform and progress the way you want to. And I want to save you 15% off your purchase. So use promo code TRAINHARD at your purchase. And I'm going to put all the links of everything I announce all the time in the in the show notes, okay? So you can just click and go. But ladies and gentlemen, let's dive in this episode and let's welcome to the show, Jamie Filer. There are no forces acting for or against you. It's all in your hands 
it's all in your head and what you want to do with it is up to you. Hey everyone, Coach Matt here and you're listening to the Train Hard Live Strong Podcast where we bring on the top fitness pros, top fitness influencers, motivational speakers and people who have gone through dramatic transformations and we're all here to inspire you to believe in yourself. If you have not yet, go ahead and check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. You can see all the new upcoming guest speakers and all the amazing things coming your way. Welcome to another life-changing episode. Gentlemen, welcome back to another episode here on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. You already know I'm your host, Coach Matt, and today we have an amazing guest speaker to the show. So let's welcome Jamie Filer. What's up, Jamie? What's up, Matt? How are you? Dude, I'm really good. I'm so happy that we are here talking because I am so, like, so excited for not not just me to hear about your story and who you are, but everybody else who's, like, listening and our audience. I'm excited to hear, you know, um, their sides on what they view you and all, all the amazing things you have to bring today. Yeah. Yeah, it is fun. a pleasure. It is just I'm flattered that you asked me to be here. I'm honored. Let's crush it. Yeah, dude, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's have a great freaking episode. So for everyone who is listening right now, our current listeners, our future listeners who don't know who Jamie is, can you give like a nice little background story? Even if it's super long, it's okay. Um, Go ahead and explain to everybody kind of like, you know, your background story and how you became who you are today. Sure. Um, Let's start with now and then we will go backwards. So I am currently online personal trainer and business coach, Uh, again, all online. Um, it transitioned to being that way from being a coach, a personal trainer inside a facility in Toronto, Ontario. Prior to that, I was the editor in chief of Canada's biggest bodybuilding magazine, which I got the job from working at bodybuilding.com during my late teens, early twenties. Because I worked in the rec center at my university. I was a spin instructor and a personal trainer. So I've always been involved in the fitness industry. I've always had my hand in one or two or five sports. Uh, (laughs) I originally fell in love with basketball, but then it transitioned into bodybuilding. Once I tore my ACL, it was CrossFit and then came back to bodybuilding, then back to CrossFit. Um, But I've really always had a love and a passion for fitness. Dude. That is so sick. You so bodybuilding.com. Do you seems like you have always been involved in this uh, arena of fitness and health? I have been. I have been. Um, I I mean, it started under unfortunate circumstances. I began my first diet when I was 11. And it's not because I was overweight. I just had uh, I had some emotions to go through. I had some growing pains, some coming of age things. Um, And by 15, it was full-blown anorexia. I was hospitalized three times between 15 and 16, once as an inpatient, once as an outpatient, and once for kidney dialysis. Oh, my goodness. Once I hit 18, I was no longer, uh, you know, my parents could no longer admit me into the hospital. It was now voluntary. And of course, I didn't go. So instead, I made my body slightly worse, slightly sicker. But at that time, because I was hovering between three and 5% body fat, I decided it was a good idea to get on stage. 
because I saw the physiques of Lee Labrada and Ronnie Coleman. And I said, Oh my God, I'm just a smaller version of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was not the case. Um, so I competed in eight shows uh, between my senior year of high school and my freshman year of college. And it was at that point where I decided I had to sober up. I was also, like I said, involved with bodybuilding.com. So I really had to present this image of course, of health and fitness at its best, but it was more so the fact that I no longer wanted to struggle. I didn't want to define, I didn't want my identity as an anorexic to define me anymore. It was, Mm -hmm. it was enough. It was time to, you know, get my parents to stop worrying about me and my friends to stop worrying about me and, and everything like that. Dang. So you had a kind of like a, uh, there was a moment in your life where you're just like, Hey dude, this is not like, this is not the way to do it. And then, and then, and then, so after that, what? So first of all, that's a lot to take in. Uh, that is, you know, a lot of people have, and are currently even going through a lot of uh, relationships with food. You know, they're they're having difficulties sure. with you know body image or body positivity, self confidence, absolutely self confidence, and um, you know these things they ruin people's lives, they ruin people's mentality, they ruin a good time. You know, if you want to go out with your you know, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, and you, you know, are so focused on how you look and by eating one calorie, you're going to gain like 20 pounds. You know, it's like, you know, th- those are things that really mess with people and they- they're not able to enjoy life. So, um, but there's also like an, ex- an emotional portion, something that is triggering something that causes someone to, to do the things that they do with inside their food like relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is crazy. You know, I've talked to a lot of competitors and obviously the, the nutrition aspect, the diet aspect to go on stage is extreme, man. Like people, these girls are going down to, as you just said, you know, 3%, 5% body fat. And for a female, it's like not, that is not like a healthy place to be at. Um, so when, with you and, and your mentality and your, your mindset, like, I guess like down to like the brain function and who, like how you acted every single day in those years, how, how did every day kind of look like for you when it comes down to the mindset aspect? All right. So you, you are a successful coach. You have a successful podcast. You know how sometimes when you get an idea, that's pretty much all you can think about to the neglect of your relationships, potentially your own health and anything else going on in your life. Yes. That is essentially what it's like to have an eating disorder. Everything else in your life is muted. Your relationships, your school, um, you know, romantic relationships, your relationship with your parents, your relationship with your friends, it's all affected because the only thing you can think of is, will this one calorie make me gain 20 pounds? And when is the next time I'm going to get on the elliptical to burn it? Dang. You know, that's, that's insane. I've never heard it it compared or related like the way you just said it. That was such a great way because a lot of people some people don't have or have ever gone through these these you know uh things in in life and for us it's hard to understand right uh and and that's such a great way to to put it you know just i guess like an obsession of of wondering you know what this is going to do to me or my body and you're just so overly overwhelmed with this one thing and just so happens to be in the food realm and, and that that just caused dang that's crazy so then you competed in eight different shows how did those eight shows do for you? Uh, so at the time, I think until I was in my freshman year, um, I competed a lot as a junior, like a junior female bodybuilder. So this was, you know, back in the day where female bodybuilding was more popular than female physique because they didn't even have female physique when right. I was younger. 
Right. But they're also a they weren't a ton of of teenage bodybuilding girls, right? Like nobody had an interest in it. And also very few females could get their body fat that low. So out of the eight shows, I feel like I placed first maybe four or five times. But then as I got older and I had to go against the open women's division, I I had my ass handed to me, I right? Because I was in no condition to be on stage with women who had like 50 pounds on me, 40 pounds on me. Right. Yeah. Solid freaking muscle too. That's crazy. So you obviously in this world, um, you were doing things not the right way, obviously in a unhealthy way. Um, when did, when did everything flip around? And I know you, you hit it a little bit before we went into this convo, but when did it flip around? Like, when did you start to die, like dissect in going into nutrition and obviously you learning food and macros and calories like that can come, but then the mindset aspect of, you know, being okay with eating more and, yeah. and doing all that. When did that happen to you? Uh, it was a, a twofold, threefold um, event and it doesn't happen, you know, similar to the only thing I, and I'm not intimately familiar with this, but the only thing that I can relate it to is uh, essentially an al- an alcoholic hitting their rock bottom and realizing that there are going to be points where you regress a little bit and then you move forward and then you regress a little bit. So it takes time. But the first moment was when I saw my mom standing in my doorway when I had moved back home after my dad passed away. And I said, why are you, why are you just watching me sleep? And she said, I do this every night. And I said, why do you watch me sleep every night? And she said, because your body is so little, I have to make sure the covers are still moving. Dang. Right. So at that point, I realized my mom was legitimately concerned that she was going to have to bury her only daughter. Right. right. Sobering. Second point um, was that I realized that if I didn't recover by my 21st birthday, uh, I will have lived with an eating disorder as long as I would have lived without one. Because right. I started my diet at 11. So mm-hmm. it would have been my 10 year anniversary of anorexia. And that was just not okay with me. Mm-hmm. And then the last one was I wanted so badly to be a personal trainer. I was getting my kinesiology degree in Toronto. And I realized that nobody would trust a personal trainer who was struggling with her own body image and, and eating issues, right? Like right, right. I, wanted to, I wanted to be Jillian Michaels. I wanted to make a legitimate career out of this thing. And you can't when you're sick. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, uh, and I, first of all, that's amazing. I'm so happy that you overcame that. It's always, um, I wouldn't say frustrate. It frustrates me just because I wish it would be different. Like I wish these things didn't exist, but then it also hurts me because a lot of females, I train majority of my clients are females and, and a lot of females and only because men have, they, it's hard for them to come out of their shell. That's, that's, I think that's the biggest reason why, but most females are, um, you know, they want to fix how they look. They want to fix this and that. And, you know, I've get, I've gone to a lot of conversations with people where they've had these, you know, these things where they have an eating disorder for years and the eating disorder can just be you know, uh, in eating a lot, like just over consuming food because it makes them happy or over consuming food because they have an addiction to it or whatever, or, you know, bulimia, anorexia, all these different things with food, um, all because of their, you know, emotions or their body image or 
what their parents told them as they were getting raised or what one guy told them inside their life or what one girl told another guy inside their life, you know, that, that can ruin someone into going down this rabbit hole of, of whatever it is, you know, and in high school, that's like the worst time. Like there's so much stuff going on. First of all, you're developing as a woman too, in that point. And then, you know, you want to not get pushed around or picked on, you know, like high school is a freaking, sometimes it can be rough for a lot of people, you know? Yeah. And, and yeah. So like going through that and then like trying to figure it just, I can only imagine. And I'm so happy that you overcame that because now you are who you are today, which is amazing. And then people who know who you are and who follow you, you know, like how I've been following you, you do a lot of stuff now in the fitness world. You take care of yourself. You, you, you really put your health high, especially your mental health. So that's what I want to get into next is, sure. is who, how does Jamie work today? How, whenever you train, whenever you eat, what is your goal inside your mind? Whenever you are putting these things inside your body or whenever you're moving your body, like what is, what do you get from a healthy lifestyle? Uh, so essentially this comes back to the question, you know, what is your why, right? Is that mm-hmm. pretty much what you're asking me. So I have a couple yeah. of whys. The first one is to keep my life divorce proof. I am under no uh, false pretenses that one of the reason, one of the reasons my wife is with me is because I'm attractive. So I keep myself attractive in order to keep my attractive wife. I just make sure she's happy. And then the second one (laughs) is that again, I recognize that the fitness industry is, it's not necessarily shallow or superficial, but, um, you know, the same, you trust your personal trainer because they're in shape right? So if I want to run a successful business, I have to do that with my body as my business card. And then going back to the why behind that, the reason I want to run a successful business is because I can uh, keep a roof over my head and food on the table for my family, but also make sure I'm living up to my family's legacy because my parents were the most important people in the world to me. And once my dad passed away, it's like chasing a carrot and I just want to have the same impact on the world that he did. Nice. Dude, that's, dude, you knew exactly what your why is. That, and that's awesome. Oh, I, like, I rehearse it every day, Matt. Every day. I have to get back to it. Good. Good. You should, man. People should. That's what we should be focused on, you know? And it's, if everyone listening right now, as you can hear, is, you know, these whys aren't, um, yes, they're physical, but the little physical aspect is behind this huge emotional aspect or connection to that why. So you wanted to be attractive for your wife. Like that is huge because that is for you and her. Um, and that's emotionally attached because, you know, you cherish your relationship with her. Um, then obviously the legacy with your father and legacy with your family and then your business, you know, providing food for your family and a home over their head because that is emotional. Those things are what's powerful and people listening need to understand that the why is 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 emotional it's he's so emotional and you're so you should be so mentally uh attached to this why that there's nothing that's going to happen that's going to disconnect that connection that's what i was going to say that the reason that i've memorized it and the reason that it it seems as though i'm reading off a script even though you can see me and i'm not <laughs> is because Matt, I'm just like everyone else. So there are times where I don't want to do stuff. I don't want to work from 8 a.m. till 8 p.m. I don't want to train legs. But (laughs) I rehearsed that why in my head so many times, talking (laughs) myself back in to a 12-hour day or a 
vomit inducing leg day or something like that, that it's just like, no, I already know it's got to happen. Here it is. My dad and my wife, my dad and my wife all the time. Right. Dude, that's exactly what happens. You know, um, I guess quick background about me and obviously everyone listening kind of knows this already about me, but I, uh, I spent four years in the military, but when I went into the military, I was in the worst headspace of my entire life. I've never been into that type of, uh, I guess like self darkness that I've ever been to ever. Um, but when that was happening, uh, there was like the only thing that I could, that I could, that would help me gain feeling or happiness or some sort of positivity in my life was, was movement was training because ever since I was a little kid, I've always been very athletic, you know, and I went into the weight room when I was 13 and ever since then I was hooked. But, um, same, right? I didn't like to do specific things inside the gym, but I did it anyways. And this was the only time in my entire day or my life where I didn't want to do something, but I did it anyways. Because in high school, I hated homework, so I never did it. Uh, you know, I would never study because I hated reading. And like, yeah. there was so much stuff, right? I hate it, and I would never do it. And as a young kid, all I focused on was the gaining of self-confidence. You know, I was a little twig. I wanted to get bigger. So that's what my main focus was. In the military, it was more mindset. It was more like, dude, it, if I don't train, I don't know what's going to happen to me. Like I, I need to find some sort of something inside my life so that I can have something to live for, you know? And, um, and so training helped me find that, helped me find that, that, that light. And without even me noticing it, it was improving my career. It was, it was improving my performance as a, a soldier and, you know, as a leader to my other soldiers. And it was improving who I was and it was improving my view on life. And then it sculpted me to do what I wanted to do when I got out, which is all this stuff. And, um, but training was always there, something that I could rely on. Whenever you went through all your stuff, what was, what was some, cause I know that was some dark times, man. Like, it sounds like it was some crazy times that you have been through, especially whenever you're alone and are you in this, is in a room with your own thoughts. Mm-hmm. What was something that kind of like latched you to where, you know, I need to, I need to keep going for positivity or I need to keep going for this. So, and I'm sure you can relate to this in the military, um, but the only other option is death. Right. If you are slow in the military or if you're like trying to hide and you can't hold the bathroom or any of the other psychological factors that they try and mess with you about, you're dead. Mm -hmm. That's it. Right. So when you're a female and you've had an eating disorder for 10 years and your body is on the brink, the only other option is death. And it's, it's not an option. So when I wanted to slide, I can't because I very much value my life. Right. So it is in my best interest to keep pushing forward as opposed to going backwards. There you go. And that's, and that, I think that's so, that's so valuable for, for everyone to take in because uh, even whenever you think that you're at your rock bottom or, or whatever the case may be, obviously there is more to that rock bottom. You can go even further if, if that's what – but that was what was going to happen next. But, you know, then there's always a, a highway up, you know, there's always a, a good positive outlook on something. And I, I truly, I believe, you know, and, and everyone that, you know, is an entrepreneur or very, you know, um, passionate about specific things and this and that, and they're helping people or giving back, whatever, um, you know, they find these things inside the hard times, right? Like these hard times, those 10 years of you going through that incredible stuff that you went through, um, sculpted who you are today. And now you use all those things. And now you're here talking on a podcast with me. That's going to help and inspire tons of other people because of a hardship in your life. And I think that is incredible. Yeah. I mean, I heard it put 
very succinctly, a woman said, you have to turn your mess into a message. Yep. It's even in it too. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, so I'm pretty sure whenever, you know, people go look at your Instagram and stuff like that, you know, they're going to, and I want to say this because this is what brought my attention to you. Um, first of all, I interviewed someone uh, on this podcast, everyone that, um, uh, that she hopped on to. So like that person has a podcast, she hopped onto it. So I found her through him. But the biggest thing that attracted me to this was her biography, what she has on her Instagram bio. And it's this one sentence that really does it. It's just there. And I think I enjoy it so much because the health and fitness industry, there's a big chunk of it that is um, show like it's all for, you know, glory or hall of fame or like this kind of stuff, you know, like this is how you should look like. And then there's another little piece that is passionate. I want to help you live a long, happy lifestyle of confidence for your body and only you, but you have a thing where, and I I don't remember it completely, but you know, uh, trainers make programs, right. And coaches change your life. Yeah. Yep. What, What made you think that? Why do you think that way? Um, because I mean, the truth is personal trainers are a dime a dozen, right? Like we live across the street from a crunch and there are literally a dozen personal trainers. And then up the street is an anytime fitness. And there are even more personal trainers. And what happens with them is that 12 weeks, 16 weeks, however many dollars later, this person has reached their goal body uh, for their wedding. And then they dismiss their trainer because they see them one time per week. And that is the extent of the relationship. What I do and the value in online programming is that I become your coach. I'm on the other end of the phone or the computer whenever you need me so that you and I can actually develop a relationship, you know, to the point where you don't, you don't go for that slice of cake because you're, you're, you don't want to disappoint me, mm-hmm. right? It's, <laughs> you've made me your why, right. um, so I'm not somebody that people see once a week. I'm a, I'm a staple in their life. However, frequently they would like to use me. Mm-hmm. That's so cool, man. That, that's, that's one thing I love about coach, like coaching. It, that, that's a beautiful part about what we do. Yeah. Uh, and I, and I always tell people like, dude, I'm not just, you know, a, uh, you know, we, us coaches, I feel like sometimes we get looked at. So I have a hard uh, view on like the health industry, like healthcare, medical, and then us. Um, I feel like us as coaches, we play a huge role in this world because we can help someone get away from spending the rest of their life in a hospital or spend the rest of their life, you know, bedridden or whatever the case may be, you know, because we've, we can help people get off or even lower the doses of high blood pressure medication or high cholesterol medication, be, be diabetic to pre-diabetic to non-diabetic. Like we can do these things and, and you know, why can't we push harder and harder? But as coaches, um, you know, we are not just like coaches. Like we, that's just like you said, man, we're a freaking like a birthmark on your body because, you know, I've had people come and, and they train and they, and they start crying or they come and they vent or they come and they, they, they come in there depressed, angry, pissed off or whatever, they leave completely happy. I never had someone leave and not be happy um, because that's what training does. That's what movement yeah. does, you know? And, yeah. uh, and, and I think that's, uh, that's something amazing. And even if just that alone, like, and we witness it and I can say over and over and over again, people can listen, 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 but if they don't take the steps they need to, to, uh, to improve who they are, or even just, you know, 
find themselves again because they've been lost for so long or whatever the case may be, you know, they're going to find that their entire life can be transformed just by taking that one day to put on their shoes and go for a half a mile walk, you know? Yes. Yes. Agreed. It's so cool. Yeah. uh, You obviously fitness has been inside your life for a long time. This fitness, this health, you know, all the things you've gone through now that you coach people, first of all, when did you start coaching? Uh, 2007. So I was 20, I was 20 years old. Mm -hmm. Okay. Damn. So whenever you decided to start coaching, why did you think, you know what? I want to help other people. Um, why did I do that? Oh, that's so interesting. I mean, I got my kinesiology degree because my favorite subjects growing up were gym and recess. And I had no idea, right? I had no idea what to do with my life. But the guidance counselor was like, you clearly have an interest in sports and gym. If you add like (laughs) biology and a chemistry, then you can get a kin degree. And I said, okay, I guess I'll just do that. Um, And then at that point, um, Jillian Michaels and the biggest loser were super, super famous and just constantly getting more and more popular. And, you know, prior to that, it seemed like medical dramas and police dramas and law dramas were all over TV, but there was no reality show about a personal trainer. And I said, Oh my God. So not only is this a really cool career, but you can actually take it somewhere. And (laughs) that's when it really solidified the fact that I could have a platform to impact thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people mm-hmm. um, still doing something I love to do. Yeah, absolutely. You know how, okay, so you know whenever you train, right? And I love asking coaches this because I'm so excited to hear uh, your um, you know, response But because everyone has it different. I think it's so cool how there's so many people in the world, so many coaches, like we have different views on so many different things. I think it's so cool. But um, whenever you train and you do the things that you do, you get your own drug with yourself so you train you're working out man you're doing hit whatever it is you're doing and you're like dude i feel freaking amazing man like i'm you know i'm i'm training for uh you know some crossfit type of games or something crazy you know like you're performing and you're training for a specific thing in life that you want to do a competition or whatever and you get it high from it right you get this this uh, you don't even know sometimes but whenever you coach other people and they're you know telling you like dude a year ago, five years ago, I couldn't fit into this, but today I did. And I sat here and I cried for like an hour because of how happy I was. Or I was able to play with my kids today, you know, for the whole hour and I wasn't tired, um, you know, like all these things. So what is it that you receive, you yourself, what do you get from training other people and giving back to them? Um, I mean, knowing that you had a small part of giving somebody their life back, um, you know, for me, I'm, I'm sure you've seen on my Instagram. My thing isn't as much the, the body transformation as it is the mental one, the body yes. is the side effect of unlocking the mental. So when somebody tells me that they haven't had an anxiety attack in 11 days, mm-hmm. or when somebody tells me that they're no longer moody all the time. So their relationship has improved. Those are my dopamine hits as opposed to just, Hey coach, I lost two pounds. Well, like, obviously you did because my program worked, but more, easy. <laughs> right. But more importantly, you took a progress photo for the first time in eight weeks because you finally feel good in your own skin. Like that's what gets me going. You know what, dude, that's uh 
Yeah, you said you said it in in this little phrase, man, and that's so true. I always tell people too, like, yo, it's like the six pack will come. Like, if you eat correctly and you train, man, you do your sprints, you do your core exercises, whatever it is that you're gonna do, yeah. you're gonna it's gonna happen. Like, it's gonna happen if you put fire over water, it'll boil. Like, that's just what happens. Um, but the mental aspect of it of it all, it's all gonna be different for other people. You're gonna gain different things from other people, like. You know, the confidence, you know, absolutely. And it's not just the confidence in yourself. You're going to have confidence in being a better mother or a better wife or a better husband or a better teacher or a better, you know, whatever it is you're doing. You're yeah. going to be confident in, in that realm. And I think that is, that's, you know, that mental aspect is crazy, man. What, why did, obviously everything you've gone through obviously takes a lot of mentality and mindset to push through these hardships in life, but what what made you want to start talking about it? What made you want to start preaching about the whole mental aspect? Um, have you ever seen the A&E show Fit to Fat to Fit? Uh, and I've heard of it. I've heard of it, but I don't think I've seen it yet. Okay, so essentially it's a bunch of trainers who are pretty pretty ripped and shredded, not like bodybuilder, but they look like like good-looking personal trainers. Okay. They make them put on as much weight as they can in four months. Oh. And then they start the journey with the client that A&E or HBO, I forget, gives them. Oh my gosh. What they're trying to establish is empathy because people like working with people they trust. And how do you gain trust? Well, sympathy and empathy. Mm -hmm. So if I didn't share my story about going from 95 pounds to 180, and if I didn't share my story about how I still struggle with anxiety, my, I would be unrelatable. Nobody would think that I have any idea what they're going through. They just see me as another Instagram personality, but mm-hmm. I bring myself back down to earth and say, guys, focus. I'm just another like what lesbian with anxiety living in Florida. Okay. I'm no different. I just have the tools to make you fitter. That's the only difference. See, that's so crazy. Have you, um, did you struggle with confidence in like high school growing up and stuff? So interestingly enough, no. And that's not also, that's also not why I I had my eating disorder in the first place. Uh My confidence has always been really solid. I go through periods where I have a little bit of imposter syndrome, but then I get over myself really quickly. Um, But it's, it's because I've never based my confidence on my looks because from the time I was 11, I didn't actually know what I look. I still have no idea what I look like, right? I know my followers Mm don't mind it. I know my wife's okay with it, but I couldn't base it on something that was so transient and so subjective. So instead I based it on what other people were saying about me. I based it on my reputation in the different communities I was in, whether it was the Jewish community or the LGBT community or the CrossFit community. How were people talking about me when I wasn't there? Um, I base it on how much fun my friends would have when I was around. So it would always be like, do you want like things yeah, that yeah, were yeah. as tangible as, you know, or were more tangible than just the weight on a scale. Right. Right. Dude. No, I totally understand what you're saying. That's because you want to leave an impact. Like even if it's on, even by opening someone, you know, opening a door from someone, right. Smiling and saying something nice. Like, hey, you know, have a great day today. Or you look nice. Or I love your shirt or whatever. Like, you're going to leave with some sort of impact, right? They're going to be like, dude, some guy told me I had a nice shirt today, or they're going to go walking with the rest of the day with their head up high, yeah. you know? Um, so I totally get where you're coming from. Um, my dude, mine was uh, the other way. I was flipped. 
uh, I was so like not confident at all. Zero. Um, so unconfident, so, so low of, of uh, self-esteem that I would not eat in front of people um, because I didn't, you know, I just didn't want to. I was like shy or embarrassed. So I would not eat breakfast, not eat lunch. And then um, go to Taco Bell after school and I would eat a bunch of Taco Bell. And then I would go to the gym and crush the gym and then go home and like eat a bunch of food and do it over again. Uh, so my my thing to start me off was the confidence. I, w- I wanted to feel that that confidence. I was not nearly – people always look at me today and like, dude, there's no way you're not confident. Like, there's no way that you – you know, you can't do this and that. I was like, well, you know, like you have start, we have to start somewhere. You know, yeah. like I, I was not nearly close to who I am today, um, not nearly as energetic, not nearly as, um, you know, fun, uplifting or happy or, you know, this and that uh, because – you know, we all go through those, those things in life that you want to fix. Just like someone right now is listening. They could be completely overweight or not happy at all with how they look or how they feel. And they make a change. And then five years later, you know, people are looking at them like, dude, there's no way you were ever 300 pounds. There's no way you were ever 90 pounds. Like, you know, and, uh, and I think that's the cool thing about life is that you can change it whenever you want. Uh, wow. That's a mic drop. Yes, that is the cool thing about life, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that. And, I and think, I don't, go ahead. No, I said that's. I think that's why I also love everything about who you are as a coach too, and as a person, because you you express that and you preach that. Yeah. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. And, and what frustrates me, but also if it didn't frustrate me, I wouldn't have the demographic that I do is that everyone has a choice. If you can open your eyes in the morning, right? Like if God or the universe or whatever, put breath in your lungs, every single thing that happens to you that day is your own choice. Yep. Right. Even yep. if you get fired and you're like, I obviously would not have chosen that. No, it's not. <laughs> But you can choose how you react to it. You can choose what you're going to do that day. Are you going to, are you going to binge on Taco Bell because you feel sorry for yourself? Are you immediately going to go on Indeed and find something better? Do you know what I mean? Like right after that first decision technically of the day is made for you. Everything else is up to you. Right. Yeah, 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 dude. That's exactly, exactly. And uh, I think that is, going to be so hard for um for us to just do over time you know this is not something that you can just do like oh yeah you know i heard this freaking badass episode on train to live strong and freaking jamie was spitting out this fire and and you know i'm just gonna switch today um that is very rare it can happen obviously if you're freaking yeah if you're dedicated enough or focused enough um but you know this is the, the the cool thing about health and fitness is like whenever you are you know you have a project or, you know, whenever you are giving birth to a new, a, new, a new baby, okay, you get pregnant and you have nine months to build this freaking who knows what's going to come out. Like, you, you don't know how it's going to look. You don't know what the kind of personality characteristics or, or whatever is going to have. And then you give birth and then baby grows and you start seeing the baby walk and crawl and all this other stuff. And it takes time, right? Like yeah. a long time. And then now they're a part of you. And now you see them grow up. And then, you know, if the world is perfect and everything, they're going to take care of you whenever you're old, all this other stuff, right? Health and fitness is, uh, you know, you and yourself, whenever you train or you're improving your nutrition lifestyle, you want to switch something, you want to change something. It doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't just change. You know, you had 10 years of a period of, of your life where it was, you know, obviously not a healthy point, you know, probably not mentally either. And, and all these things that you had to go through. 
And to come back from that, it didn't happen in a week, yo. It didn't happen in a month. It didn't happen probably in a year. Maybe you're still working on it today. But, you know, it's there's not just a switch that can, you know, completely transform your body and your life and everything else in just one day. Because then you got to deal with your toxic people, your toxic environment. You got to deal with your own thoughts. You got to deal with the things surrounded by you and all those other things. Um, but me talking about this, I'm interested to know, how do you um, how do, how do you keep your environment clean of like toxicity? Um, great question, great question. Um, so it started with honestly reframing, you know, my wife's narratives about how she was talking to herself, how she would uh, talk about her job when she would come home, you know, because I've always worked from home. That's the, that's the beauty of my business. So I have ample time yeah. to like consume podcasts and audiobooks when I go on walks with the dogs or when I do cardio in the garage and I'm always just consuming self-development books. So it started because she's the person I'm around the most. So it started with, I don't want to say changing her, but like I said, reframing her beliefs to be more in line with just positivity, essentially, not even my beliefs, just positivity in general. And then from there, it was narrowing down my message and my focus on Instagram, because by doing that, I would only attract the type of clients that resonated with my message, who felt like they were attracted to the vibe that I was putting out. So now I don't have any clients that are not congruent with my belief system, my values, my message. Um, So it really starts with what you're telling other people and, and essentially the the message that you're emanating on social media, in real life, on your podcast, whatever it is. Mm. When, I know a lot of people deal with this day to day. There's negativity all around us, dude, all the time, like no matter who you are. Um, but I'm pretty sure just like me, just like anybody else, you also probably get negativity around you every now and then. People trying to say stupid stuff or whatever. How, how do you deal with some sort of negativity even whenever you're having like a, maybe like a low day or whatnot and someone says something and you just like gets under your skin? Like how do you create like a firewall against that? Sure. So this is a saying that comes from a business coach and it – I think it's a business coach. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it was specifically in regards to sales calls that don't go favorably. So you have a sales call with a client. They say, I'm not interested. They say, I don't have the money. I don't have the time, whatever it is. The saying is some will, some won't. So what? Damn. And I've adopted that for, like I said, sales calls. I've adopted that for clients who don't want to renew. I've adopted that for friendships that yeah. don't want to renew, right? If, yeah. if it's meant for me, it will be, but some will, some won't. So what? Dude, absolutely. You know, I thought I um, so whenever I got into the fitness industry as a coach training other people certified, I um, went to gyms, right? Because that's like I had no idea, dude. You get out of the military and they really don't paint like the best picture for you. You know, they just, you know, good luck or, you know, here's this and that. We checked it off that, you know, we did a good whatever and then you can just figure it out. So especially as an entrepreneur, like no way. Um, and I didn't really grow up with like around entrepreneurs or business owners or whatever. So it was like, I'm trying to figure all this stuff out myself and everything. Uh, so when I get out, I go to the gym scene. Like that was it, man. Gym scene. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and it just didn't work. And I thought there was something wrong with me. I was like, dude, this is not it. Like maybe I wasn't meant for this. Maybe I, maybe I'm not supposed to help people. Like, I don't know what's going on. So I left one gym, went to another gym. Sure. Then, uh, 
the my clients they loved who I was. They loved what I was able to do, and I helped people do incredible things. You know, um, and and I always made me feel good. So that is what I held on to. I knew that I was meant for this because I knew there's something here. Like this little spark would it kept me going. Yeah. But then this other gym, same thing. You accused me for stuff that I did not do at all, and it pushed me out. Right now, I'm like, dude what do I do? I don't know what to do at all. Um, so then I go and, and work for a, a massage clinic as a, a stretch provider. Right. And um, so still trying to figure out my life. Like, dude, what am I, like, what am I doing? And I'm, I'm working on stuff online. I'm trying to figure all this other stuff out. And, um, and then I start training people like in my apartment gym, right. Helping people come in and, and, you know, we work out and I train them and that, and this and that, and then COVID hit. Right. So I'm like, dude, I have no idea like what I, I felt like everything was pushing against me you know like trying to like dude maybe you shouldn't be a coach maybe you should go back into the military you know all this other stuff so but then <clears throat> i listened to a, a podcast from uh rob bailey um and they he brought dana on and uh they were talking about how they started their first gym or how they started like getting the whole gym scene together and and she said something like, uh, you know, our gym, our first gym was had 70 bucks of equipment inside and we got a bunch of stuff for free. And like we bought a little bit of this and that, but it was like wasn't pretty at all. Like yeah. it was it was rusty. It was old. It was this and that. And then uh, so I was like, you know what, dude, I you know, I need to do that. Like I need to just I need to just do something. So then I gave up all everything. Right. And, and I stopped working for other people and I completely worked for myself because I was kind of forced to obviously COVID like shut everything down. So then I uh, rented a space and like, a garage unit and then uh, bought equipment and then uh, clients are coming there. And not only has my little garage unit helped so many people, but it, it creates a, a place for people to come and, and be happy. Like parents bring their kids and we all work out together and yeah. the mom's getting it. The kids are getting it. We're laughing. We're having fun. You know, they're, they're able to be themselves. They're not being judged by other people in the gym because it's just us. And just like how you said, you put positive energy on your profile because that's what you want. You want to attract us people. If someone else is coming through or they're about to train with me and they're kind of hanging around, I attract the same type of people. So then they're talking and they're laughing. And it's like we're creating a community of people. But, you know, all the um, all, all these steps, all these things whenever we go through life, just like how you have, you get pushbacks, you know, you get pushbacks, you get things that aren't, you know, um, going to go perfect. But I love that quote, man, that, that I felt like I knew it by, I like, it just makes sense. Cause it made sense to, to, to what I was going through. And I felt like, and I was alone the whole time too. Like, I'm trying to figure it out. Like, ah, like I had, it just sucked. And, but, um, some will, some won't, what is it? So what? So what? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But that, that's, that's good. Cause that's exactly how, that's exactly how it was. And now when I look back, like that puts it all together, that's crazy, yo. Um, for everyone listening right now, Jamie, if they are suffering with any sort of, you know, rough patch in their life, like a hard time that they're going through right now and they feel alone, they don't feel like there's a, a light at the end of the tunnel. They just feel like it's all them. Why me? Why me? What, what words of advice would you give someone right now who's going through a hard time in their life in themselves? Yeah. Um, great question. The, I mean, the, the good news, bad news, it's two sides of the same coin. This mm -hmm. feeling that when good and bad things happen to you, it's your fault. 
things go well, it's not luck. Things go poorly, it's not luck. It's, it's what you've brought in and it's how you deal with it. So my words of advice would be accepting that responsibility, both good and bad, will be the most empowering feeling you will ever have to realize that you are the puppet master of your own life. There are no forces, even if you believe in God, there are no forces acting for or against you. It's all in your hands. It's all in your head. And what you want to do with it is up to you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you just crushed another amazing episode here on the Train Hellertron podcast. Um, Jamie, if anyone right now is listening and they want to reach out to you, connect with you, you know, ask you questions, or just simply just tag you on their Instagram story, where's the best place for people to find you? Definitely Instagram. I mean, I do have a website. I do have a Facebook, well, Facebook group, probably. Um, just do a search for Jame91 in groups on Facebook. Come join my community. I'd be happy to have you. But if you want to talk to me personally, J-A-I-M-9-1 on Instagram. I answer all my DMs and I'd be happy to have a conversation. Awesome. Hey, you Don't you also have your own podcast too? Or like some sort of uh, Monday motivation yeah. stuff, right? I did. I did just start that because one of my friends told me that I talk too much on Instagram and it would just be much easier to put my thoughts in like a three to five minute podcast. So yes, uh, if you search for Jamie Filer in iTunes, Spotify, um, Stitcher, you'll be able to find that. Awesome. Yo, everything Jamie just said, we're going to go ahead and put it in the show notes to make it super easy for you. We're going to uh, put it all there so you can just click and go. Uh, check out her podcast. Uh, truly amazing. Uh, it's a way to start off your Mondays. But um, ladies and gentlemen, if you have found any sort of value in this episode, you love everything Jamie was talking about, you can relate to all these things, um, you just felt empowered today. All we ask is you share the love, man. Share it to your best friend, your gym buddy, your mom, dad, your cousin, your husband, your wife, somebody. The more people we get to listen to these episodes, y'all, the more lives we can all change together. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to inspire people to believe in who they are and what they're capable of. But ladies and gentlemen, you know how we do it over here. Coach Matt, guest speaker, Jamie Filer. And as usual, y'all, get out there. Train hard. Live strong. All right, everybody. Peace. You just finished another amazing episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. If you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your Instagram story, Snapchat, send it to your best friend. If you want to know when the next amazing episode of guest speakers are coming on the show, make sure to check out our website, trainhardlifestrong.com. And also, if you want to see the sickest apparel, go ahead and check out athleticbeings.com. We'll see you all in the next episode. Coach Matt, peace.